Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patron peeps, everybody out there. Uh, get ready to roll, get ready to roll off to dreamland. Maybe like you're rolling, I don't know. I don't know how you patrons, you know, I don't know. Like a train rolling far, a quiet train you didn't even hear roll by. It's time for Sleep With Me, Patrons Podcast to put you to sleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, tossing, or tossing, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting asleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. So it could be thoughts, like things on your mind that you're thinking about from the past or the present or the future. So those are thoughts. Thinking stuff, I guess. Scoots, give it to me in an easier way to absorb I'd say thinking stuff. I don't know if anything with stuff, though, is easier to absorb. So, But thoughts, it could be feelings. Uh, it could be emotions coming up. Uh, those would be easier to absorb if they were absorbent, absorbent feelings, feelings you've absorbed. Sometimes I feel like I'm being absorbed. So, you know, it could be feelings. It could be physical sensations. It could be changes in schedule or time or temperature or routine. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to do is I have a safe place here set aside. I've smoothed it. I've padded it. I've rubbed it down. I've cleared out some space. I have different, it's modular. And then I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders. So creaky, dulcet tones is my voice is a little bit different. Uh, pointless meanders is superfluous tangents. That means I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to ramble nonsensically and use filler words, pauses, mispronounce things. Did I say get mixed up and be forgetful? What did I say uh, at the beginning? I said something like thinking. No, something else. Like it was a word with I-N instead of, and I said I should go back to that. Oh, tossing, tossing, turning, tossing, turning. Do I usually say tossing? I don't think I do. Tossing sounds like, uh, I don't know, hopefully we'll come back to that. But if you're new... After I send my voice to the deep dark night, I want to take a second for my new listeners. My regular listeners, what up? You would know if you, if I say tossing, tossing, turning, I guess. But we've all tossed, we've all, to- we've tossed, we're, we're, we've been tossing and we've been tossing. To- for some reason, tossing makes me think of Dawson and that makes me think of that show Dawson's Creek. None of that has anything to do with one another, except they say Scoots Tossin and Dawson. I guess it, but Dawson's does not sound like Tossin. Tossin's, the store where he toss stuff. Uh, come on down to Tossin's and toss some stuff around.
It's a store, but it's an ex- really an experience. It's Tawson's, the store where you could toss stuff. You do have to buy everything you toss. Uh, be, it's, it would be one of those touchless store. Tawson, it's now a touchless store, but you could throw stuff because you already paid for it. As soon as you pick it up, you didn't pay for it. But we, we do we do have a way to know you've picked it up. So if it's tossed, uh, you toss it, you boss it. You, bo- you toss it like a boss here at Tawson's. Uh, the store, we already said, oh, we already said that according to the script. The store where you can toss it. You could toss yeah Oh, also, yeah. No, you, you wear a head. Don't worry. You put something on your head. We, we, we Don't worry. We have all that. We wouldn't have people tossing stuff uh where it would bump you or anything. Don't worry. We have it all set up. It's a, it's a concept. Uh, it's a concept store. What's the concept? Well, I was trying to introduce a sleep podcast. I didn't realize I got into another pitch meeting about my, re, you know, my, in the retail space, but yeah, it's a store where you toss stuff. I think that, uh, oh, you don't understand. Okay. Because I got to get back to the sleep podcast. I do. Okay, so let's say you're familiar with the idea of a store, correct? Uh, which type of store? Well, that's a great question. We're going to do some focus groups. But at first, I was thinking of uh, what I would call not as small as a bodega or a corner store, but some, like kind of like a store you'd see in the movies. You say, what's? it's not a supermarket. It's not quite a market either, but it's it's bigger than a bodega or a corner store or... I know there's other kind of other terms for small, small local market. It's bigger than that, but it's not as big as a supermarket. Okay, I lost you. That's good because this is actually a sleep podcast and not a pitch meeting. But so then you go into the store, and we have we have touchless technology. So that basically means you're usually a registered user of the store or some service. I don't know. And you could probably would have a subscription, um, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's a membership, I, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. And we say, okay, well, okay, we say, hey, welcome back, Janina. Aisle seven's open if you want to head down there, toss away. And maybe the customer would say, well, it's kind of looking to, to, to do to do aisle two, you know, uh, grains and cereals. And you say, okay, I got a, I got an opening on aisle two in uh, four minutes. Do you want to um, do some actual shopping? But then what you would do is you'd go down, that, that person would go down there and say, okay, hmm, going to toss some stuff now. And as long as it's within super certain parameters that we'll probably have to learn the hard way, say, okay, no throwing the, the rice over the aisle unless you've reserved two aisles. You know, that would be some sort of other, you say, well, I need aisle two, one, two, and three, because I'm going to be tossing rice and sacks of beans over the aisles. Uh, you say, okay, you could do that as long as we know ahead of time. But then, yeah, you could toss, you toss, I don't know if you've tossed a bag of rice because you got to pay for it, even in this one, but you know you paid for it. So you, you, uh, I mean, come, come on, who hasn't held, especially like not just a bag of rice, but like a small sack of rice that has, uh, that's not in plastic, you know, that's in the, um, whatever those rice bags are made of and you feel it, you can feel it in your fingers, right? 
And this one's not too heavy. I don't know. It clocks in maybe. I don't know. We got four pounds of rice here. You know, we would have all different things. And then you, another another one would be pinto beans. And you say, well, what would happen? Uh, see, I know Galileo did all this and Newton or somebody, but I'm going to throw both of these and see what happens. You know, there's not many places you could do that. And you say, okay, now the beans, now the rice is spilled everywhere. Now, everything also is very well, uh, we, we keep our store in very clean shape. So we do, a lot of this we'll use uh, for specialized feed because you say, well, what are you going to do? You're just wasting the food? Oh, no, 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 we don't do that. No, don't worry. We have all that figured out too. But you have the illusion, this is just providing an illusion for the customer. So there's a certain feeling of decadence, but nothing decadent. Then you could throw molasses on the rice, and you say, okay, wow. I don't know, maybe maybe it doesn't work. Your right brain, my left brain just said, uh, can I compute? Anyway, so I'm back. Sorry, I, toss, I was tossing. I was, uh, got to, so if, usually, sorry, new listeners, I, I had a little uh, tangent. I went on for regular listeners and for new listeners. So if you're new, a couple things to know. Uh, this is a podcast you just kind of barely listen to. And what I mean by that is you kind of see and you say, what is he talking about? It doesn't really make any sense. Why is he talking about tossing things? You know, you know, a hermet- it's not hermetically sealed, but it, it has the feeling of being in a hermetically sealed environment. So you feel comfortable. Why was he talking? Was that what he was talking about? And that's a normal reaction, but the thing is you don't you just barely listen to me or barely pay any attention. Now that's not for everybody. Some people like to pay attention or they're waiting for me to get to the point and I don't think eventually I'll never get to the point. Eventually, I'll take forever and never get to the point. A bit like uh what, what like what that pitch meeting would end like they'd be like, "Okay, we'll get back to you." And I say, okay, what was it? Can we just do a quick debrief? What we still don't understand what the purpose of the the a store where you toss things is. And they'd say, well, okay, yeah, you're right, because I, I would have said birthday parties, but you can't really have. I'd say it's a cathartic thing. Maybe we could make a. Maybe we, is there is there an institute of catharsis? International institute of catharsis. We could uh, work with them. And they say, okay, there's no International Institute of Catharsis. If there is, they're probably on a bootstrap budget, so they're not looking to open uh, store-like experiences. Okay, how about this then? What if we change it to, uh, we take the, the touchless store model and we design a shopping cart that you toss stuff into? But then nothing gets the shopping cart. Like maybe it has anti gravity, so then everything gets settled in. Uh, maybe okay. Well, yeah, but actually, okay. So don't really listen to me. Just kind of passively consume me. Yeah, that's the first piece of advice, new listeners. From that's from all the regular listeners. That's what they say over and over again. And, yeah, if, if you're doubtful or skeptical or you're not sure about this show, that's a normal, normal reaction. Now, for some people, they know right away, this isn't the podcast for me. And that's, uh, I guess, uh, the, 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 that's fine. But for a lot of people, you're just not sure. And what regular listeners say is give it a few tries, see how it goes. 
because uh, for a lot of people, this podcast kind of eventually grows on them. Not technic, not actually, but like you say, oh, okay, I get it now. I don't really listen. Also, there's no pressure to fall asleep. This is a sleep podcast that doesn't put you to sleep. It just keeps you company. So I'm here just to keep you company while you drift off, not really to put you to sleep. I'm here to be at your bedside. That's why the shows are over an hour, so you have plenty of time. You don't ever have to say, oh, how am I going to fall asleep by then? you got plenty of time to fall asleep. Uh, also, the oh, even if you can't sleep, I make, I'm here. Like So if you can't sleep, I'm here to keep you company just as much as if you're sleeping and not listening to me. Because that's my job. I'm here to talk and to be barely entertaining while what you do whatever works for you. And you can always listen to show after show after show. So that's uh, the first couple of things to know. The other things that throw people off, understandably, too, is the uh, structure of the show. So the structure show starts off with a greeting so you feel welcome. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Then there's listener support. Then there's support for the show, sponsors and stuff like that. That's how we're here twice a week free. Uh, then there's uh, intro. The intro goes from maybe like minute six or minute eight to minute 20 to 22. And this really, some people have strong feelings about the business in the intro, uh, kind of understandably, but kind of just see how it goes the first few times for you. But that's why I want to give you a heads up that people have strong feelings about it. But the intro really, it doesn't serve an essential part of the podcast, but it's built into the podcast for a reason. So you could skip it like two, now I think it's 3% of listeners now skip ahead to start the show at around 20 or 22 minutes. And then a few thousand people that support the show on Patreon listen to story only episodes. But a lot, a lot of, most listeners, but that doesn't mean there's a right or wrong way, but most listeners, they listen to the intro. Because it helps them wind down and relax, get relaxed and get ready for bed. Or to kind of get comfortable and ease you into bedtime. Because I've learned that there isn't really a quick fix uh, for bedtime or to instantly fall asleep that I've found that works for me. And so the intro, like, eventually, if you become a regular listener, like, this is like me applying for you to be a regular listener. Like, if you did become a regular listener... You could then see how the intro works. Like uh, some people are doing some sort of wind down routine. Some people are getting ready for bed and some people are in bed getting comfortable. And then some people skip it. Some people listen when they wake up. Uh, Some people listen during the day for a little distraction. So just kind of see how it goes. And uh, yeah, go from there. So that's, uh, oh, so that's the intro. Then after the intro is business. That's how the podcast business works. That's called the mid roll even though it's not in the middle of the show. It, then after that, it'll be our, our ongoing episodically modular series um, where we uh, kind of listen in on a role-playing game of a couple people playing a role-playing game in, in a future world in a, in a few, that takes place in a future world, but not futuristic. It's called Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. So very bedtime story. You can listen to it in any order. There's uh, So that'll be the bedtime story. Then the show ends with thanks and good nights. So that's the structure of the show. And then the other things that are important to know is like, one, 
you deserve a good night's sleep. I hope this Sleep With Me can provide it, uh, but it might not. So you can always check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. That has other sleep podcasts I found and other stuff I've tried. Uh, but uh, either way, the reason I make the show is because I, I want you to get the sleep you need. I don't want bedtime to be something you have to dread because I've been there dreading bedtime. I've been there tossing or tossing and turning or turning, mind racing. Mind ra- It's interesting. I say tossing, turning, mind racing. Oh, no, I do say mind or mind racing. Uh, you know, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. I've had all those things. Uh, so if I can help you, it would be my honor. And if you could get the sleep you, you need and you deserve, our world's going to be a better place. So that's why I make the show. And I think that's everything. I'm really glad you're here. I work really hard on the show. I yearn and I strive because I really want to help you fall asleep. So thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to be here for you twice a week. All right, everybody, Scoot's here, and it's time for our episodically modular series, Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. And I don't really host it or anything. They t- The characters take care of everything, pretty much, except for this little setup. Uh, for a setup, uh, how could, talk about a movie made for Antonio Banderas, a setup for a setup, uh, starring Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, thank you, uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's time for a journey into the land of tomorrow. Future sound of jets. Whoosh. Thanks. Uh, that's Antonio Banderas. Oh, what is this show? So it's a show you could listen to in any order. Thanks, Antonio. He sent me a, he sent me a note. It's a show you could listen to in any order. It's just friends playing a role-playing game, and we're listening in, but they play it knowing we're listening in and sleeping. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, it's it's really lulling and soothing, I guess is what I'm saying. If you're a, friend of, a fan of theme parks, it takes place in what was once a pretty familiar theme park, so I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, so here, without further ado, is Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. Okay, I'm starting recording. I wasn't. Thank you for your essay. I'm okay. I, I uh, I'm not going to read it or anything out loud. I'm, I read it. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I also realize that it is M. Wattis' turn to do the recap for the party, and but that's part of the story. So I will take on that role, not as M. Wada, but I will recap it as the DM. And I appreciate that uh, Zell, the character Zell, is uh, considering being more. Anyway, so, uh, uh, sorry, I guess, you know, no, it isn't easy being the DM. I'm not trying to say that uh, right now as an opening of a line of inquiry or discussion. But, you know, I'm learning to be the DM and balance player and the, and the NPC. So we're all just here to have fun. Let's just remember that. I just forgot it. That's why I'm saying it out loud is to remind myself we're here to have fun and to immerse ourselves. I think we've successfully immersed ourselves into our characters. 
and that I'm playing the character of the DM, and that, uh, so, wow, that was, that was, uh, like a method, yeah. So, who, what, where, when, how, and where are things right now? Where do they, you know, what are they like now? Who are you? You're a team of adventurers uh, that uh, heeded the call of the Wizards Council uh, for adventurers willing to take on a nearly impossible task uh, to uh, go into a abandoned, rundown uh, former theme park where the Wizard Council has uh, pretty solid information that somewhere is a hidden portal. Uh, to another world, a powerful magical portal to a powerful magical world, not our own. This other world has is a powerful magic world. It does have forces of good and not good. And you've been tasked with finding the portal and sealing the portal, which means finding and assembling a staff. Uh, that's really all the information you know to, to close the portal. There are are other groups looking for the portal, but you're the only group that knows what part of this. This theme park is really big. It's more of an entertainment uh, world or something. And as far as you know, you're the only ones that know that it's within the land of tomorrow. So this is not only a theme park. It has different theme parks within the theme park. And you're in one of the lands within the theme park. Look, I know you all know this, but I'm just helping. So that's where you are and who you are. Who or whom? Uh, you have Eleanor, your Florentine healer. You have Granada of Darmok, uh, nimble-fingered and fleet of foot, uh, who works uh, with or for Lord Von Chill, one of your uh, warriors, uh, strong, stout, uh, brash, as well as Zell, your other warrior, a little bit more blue-collar, as we've been saying. Uh, well, maybe down-to-earth in, in certain ways, but definitely not, you know, definitely, yeah. Strong of a, strong-willed in a positive way. And, of course, M. Wada, an acolyte wizard uh, that you don't know much about. M. Wada tends to be very quiet and was, was, uh, is right now resting, which we'll get to. And uh, we're hired by the Wizards Council and assigned to your party. And naturally, of course, your party now wonders, can we be, can M. Wada be, M. Wada did uh, stay strong on your side. But there are some lingering doubts uh, about uh, Mwada and Mwada's motivations or loyalties or why Mwada hasn't been more using magic more often. You've worked your way through different attractions in the theme park to where you are now, hiding in a control room. A control room where you're supposed to st- turn on imaginary steam, where you're trying to... Uh, recoup uh, after a battle with uh, the emperor and uh, buzz tomorrow the good news is you did recover a gem from this attraction which uh i guess is it like uh, i don't know who has the gem but we'll discuss it in a second and uh, but during your fight during the final face-off with the emperor 
it was a it was a it was a tough battle. Mwata uh, was uh, down to to very low hit points and is resting. You're you're sealed in this room. You think you're safe. And uh, there's a, a character that does want to update people that uh, in your party because you've been working in shifts resting. Uh, and in Mwata, you do find it strange that Mwata has not woken back up, even though you've gone through a few resting shifts. And so Eleanor, uh, your Florentian nurse and healer, does want to say something. Yeah, hey everybody, this is Eleanor, your Florentian healer. Um, I didn't get any rest, so that's one of the reasons Mwata I don't think has woken up is because I haven't been able to, I haven't, before our last encounter, I did expend all of my uh, connections with the, the three Florences, and I haven't been able to rest since. I don't I, like. I'm going to keep trying to rest, but I'm not able to. I'm feeling some sort of discord with the three Florences, which means I kind of have I'm probably going to have to set off on a. A little bit of a personal path. You know, I'm not leaving the party or anything, but I will have to perform some rituals to reconnect with the three Florences in order to regain my powers of healing. I still do have powers of nursing. The problem is that one of the like uh, the one of the acid the, the things that the emperor shout out destroyed my my pack my healing pack that I would have used for nursing. So I'm able, only able to do some basic uh, stuff. I do think Wada is uh, okay. And because of all the resting Wada's doing, that's why it's taken so long for Wada to come back to us, is that uh, I haven't been able to accelerate Wada's healing or do any major. So Wada's been healing on Wada's own. Okay, this is Lord Von Chill. Thank you, Eleanor, for sharing that with us. That is, uh, we do have this secure location, but I, I wonder, uh, what are, what do you think if, uh, how long, I guess I have some questions. How long will these rituals take? Uh, do you think you could get some rest in the next few hours? And then if neither one of the, and then what should we, what do you think, what should, what do you think we should do? I, I would like to hear from you. Uh, thanks, Lord Von Chill. I don't think I'm going to get any rest, I'll be honest with you. The rituals I perform for the Three Florences is not uh, maybe where you might be coming from in your belief system. I don't need a to find a shrine or anything. I just need to pay tribute to the Three Florences in their own ways, and it's not something I can just sit down and do either. Like, some of it is apparent to me, and some of it will be revealed to me, and it will say, oh, this isn't my opportunity now to write things with Florence uh, the Machine, or Florence the Nightingale, or Florence the Supreme. Uh, but I don't know how long it would take, so that leads me to the next thing, which is that... Um, because I've had so much time on my hands, they said, okay, so this is an abandoned uh, theme park, right? And 
there's like it's been, but it's been abandoned for a while. So maybe there's some extra kits around, nursing kits or healing kits. But I don't know if there is because it's been down for so long. Like there should be a first aid buildings or or facilities or something. But I wonder if we find were to find them, what we would encounter anyway. And I know we've all just, because I haven't been able to heal everybody now that everybody is rested. The other thing is we didn't hear from, like, those steam, that steam bot bought, brought us those healing things. So so what, what I was thinking is if we could get, it, hopefully, we, could, we can't turn the steam on. I tried to turn the steam on. It's really just a fog machine. It's out of fog machine juice. I think fog juice, they even call it. There's an empty container of fog juice here. I don't even think it would work, it, but that would. this is the room where they did, it's behind the control panel, that the fog would go into the steam. It would be fake steam. It was just fog for the steam genie. So maybe you could go explain to the steam genie, one, I think the steam genie's steam bot reported back that we defeated Buzz tomorrow and this emperor, but... If you could go back there and check, if we, like, some of us are going to have to stay with, uh, this is what I'm thinking, just since you're all still looking at me. So I would say that Zell and I stay here with Emwada. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'd I'd prefer to do something else. Now, Zell, please, here, Eleanor has the floor here, please. Okay, go ahead, Eleanor. Okay, there's a good reason, like, Zell, you're full, like, we, I think we need to split up our, 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 our soldiers, uh, so we need you, I need you here to, to keep an eye on Wada, because since Lord Von Chill and Granada are a little bit closer, I think if they go to the steam, go to see the steam genie, find a way, check in with the Steam Genie, see if the Steam Genie's willing to give us any more healing potions or knows about any clinic or first aid or kits, uh, and, like, just check in. I mean, we have, we left on good terms. I don't see why there wouldn't be good terms. And say we're working on the Steam thing. I don't know if you should break the illusion. Just say that, that uh, the Emperor damaged it and... We're, we've been in, unable to reestablish steam for the steam genie. It, how does that sound? Granada of Darmark, I would like to hear what you think, but I think that's fine. We'll head out. Uh, you three, well, I guess Wada's not going anywhere, but keep an eye on Wada. And we'll be back as soon as we can. I, I think that sounds fair to me. Okay. Yes, this is Granada of Darmark. I'm fine with that plan. Okay, so um, uh, I know when you split parties, different DMs have different ways of dealing with it, but we're going to split the party up. Okay, well, um, you can split the party up, and I won't split the party up for now because um, I just have a sense that if I think something's going to happen that's essential to you hearing the information you know what I mean? I think right now it's fine to have the party separated, but still together for gameplay. So, Lord Vanchil and Granada, you won't you won't be able to. But please don't break the rules, even though you're together. Please let no crossovers in advice or consensus building. 
So, Granada and Lord Von Chill, are you going to head back the way you came? Yeah, we'll head back the way. Granada, why don't you go first? Because I don't even know exactly where we're going, but you're pretty familiar with it. Uh, uh, can we head back the way? What do you, Granada, what do you think? I think that's fine. I think we'll go back the way we came and head back to the Steam Genie. Which isn't that far. Uh, what I'll do is, can I listen at this door and then open the door stealthily? You can. Okay, you, successfully. You don't hear anything at the door. You open the door, you look around. And you notice actually that all the, like, any of the little green people that were, um, they're mostly gone. Like, probably they fled. I guess it would be, you might assume something else, so. Oh, that's good. They fled from us. Uh, so there's none of them. Well, there's some left, but they're stat like they're non-motion ones. Okay. All right. Let's head out, Granada. So Granada and I head back towards the the the, the passageway to go to the Steam Genie. Okay. And now I just want to check in with Eleanor and Zell and see what's at, like. Uh, so you two, just to check in, because Eleanor, you seem like you have something. Yeah, so now that they're gone, Zell, I wanted to talk to you. Okay, what did you want to talk about, Eleanor? Well, so, so so I haven't been able to sleep, and I think part of it was like that we had this kind of challenge of authority challenge last time over Wada's use of magic. Yeah, that's one way to say it. And I still feel like there's some tension between us. And I mean, part of the tension is just uh, like I only like I want to heal our relationship. Um, I, I only challenged you because I feel that you could that you were you're worthy of cha being challenged, not because I was trying to usurp any authority or doubt your your convictions. Okay. So, what are you trying to say? Well, what I'm trying to say is, I guess I was, well, I was wrong. I, I'm sorry that I, like, that if I took a tone, like, I'm sorry if I was over-aggressive in challenging your authority. I, I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying that in the heat of the action, I may have made some wrong choices that sent a message other than of respect and not even equality that I, I see you as being our leader, really. Huh, it didn't sound like it when you sent Lord. Okay, well, I know it didn't sound like it, but I'm saying it now. I'm sorry. So is this like your way to heal things with Florence the Nightingale? Is you're trying to heal our relationship? Well, yes, I mean, Florence Nightingale is my witness uh, to the apology, which is a heartfelt apology, even though it doesn't sound like it. I think it's just I've been tired, you know. But I was like, I'm sorry. I'm mostly sorry because I don't know how to put it into words other than I think there was some sort of crossed communication. And I, this is how I feel. I don't feel like your authority... Were the power, your power is diminished by people disagreeing with you or even not voting with you to, to, to force WADA. And I know the dungeon master made you write a thing. Or maybe I, I don't, like, I guess I'm tired. I don't, did I do that? But uh, 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Oh, Wad is moving around. Yeah, Wad is moving around. Thank you, uh, Eleanor, for reading that note uh, and starting to come to. Zell, do you take my apology? I'll th- can I th- think about it? Are we, are... There's a one more thing, Zell, that I was wondering about with Lord Von Chill and, and how how you... Oh, Wad, Wad is, is starting to say... What happened? What happened? Zell, this is Eleanor. Um, do we, you, do you remember the battle with, uh, like, uh, the, 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 the emperor? Yeah, that's the last thing I, yeah. Did we get the, do, do we get the gem? We did. Uh, yeah, and we managed to get you out of there. We're in a control room right now. And we're waiting. Lord Von Chill and Granada are looking for some healing potions. I've lost my ability to heal, mostly due to not being able to sleep and and uh, a dis- Maybe you understand. I'm disconnected from my source. We're gonna try to find any heal, like any other heal. We're just they're going to deal with the steam genie and see what they can get from the steam genie. So Zell and I are just here, you know, we're keeping watch over you, both of us, together. Like, together, together? Like, together as members of your party, yeah. Okay. Do you have the gem? Can I see it? Uh, uh, Zell has it. Zell, could I see the gem? Yeah, I took it off of the, 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 the claw, and I have it here. What is it? Uh, I don't know. I can sense it. I can feel its magic. It's, uh, I mean, like I said, we're supposed to, it's like it's supposed to go in the headpiece and then a staff and it should help us find uh, the magic portal and close it. But, but, uh, yeah, wow, it is powerful. It's, uh, what is its power? I don't know. I mean... I can just, just sense it in the thing. Well, okay, and then do you know where the headpiece that it goes into or the uh, the staff is? I don't, I don't. Um, but look, do, look at this. It's almost like it's, uh, do, do, do you both see this or is this just me that uh, there's like a, like a pulsing like inside of it? Yeah, it's a faint in there. Yeah, it is faint. Uh, wait a second. It, it, uh, you notice that when I move, the pulsing changes ever so slightly. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, why don't you stand here in the middle of the room and go slowly in 360 degrees? Uh, why? What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking if it's pulsing and the pulsing changes, then we can start to run some experiments. So why... We, we can start to infer things. Wow, thanks. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of if it's pointed not back. Well, yeah, it's kind of pulsing only. It stops pulsing if I'm faced this way, away from uh, back, away from the park almost, uh, back out the way we came in the whole park. And it's pulsing more towards the center, so I don't know if that's where the portal is or maybe the next piece so we have no clues of how to find the next piece anyway 
You're right. Did you so did you say you can't heal anymore? No, I can't heal anybody anymore. And so the only way we're able to heal right now is just by rest, which is a good thing we have a place to rest. And you said those, so where are uh, Lord Von Chill and Granada? Okay, this is the DM. Actually, they are crawling through the uh, passageway into the steam genie's room. But as soon as they get towards the edge of the passageway, Granada, you notice a, a, a breeze of air and you slow down and you listen Okay, I've noticed the breeze of air, and I listen. I listen very as closely as I can by rolling. Okay, yeah, you listen closely, and you kind of just hear a little bit of air, and that's it. Uh, okay, well, uh, Lord Von Chill, what do you think? Well, let's be ready for anything, but let's cautiously and quietly proceed to the end and into the room with the. The, 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 the steam genie. Okay, so you cautiously enter the room, uh, the, the traction uh, where the steam genie reigns supreme. And as soon as you get in the room, you see that it's filled with natural light. It's the next day from yesterday. And the roof has been torn open. And after that, you notice that uh, the steam bots lie in parts around the room. And then you turn towards uh, the front of the room where the steam genie was, and uh, the steam genie's gone. Oh, boy. Okay, let's be ready for everything, anything now, uh, 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 Granada. You're right, Lord Von Chill. Okay, so we look. Can we look around and see uh, what we see? So you look. Do you look around? You're just scanning the room, or are you looking someplace in particular? Uh, first, let's. Gen- I'll generally search the room, and then maybe uh, Granada can search specifically. Is that what you're getting at? Okay. Yeah. So. Clearly, you you look around the room. You look at the steam bots. Uh, there's no steam giants. Well, all the doors are still closed. It's just the ceiling's been ripped off, and you uh, quickly quickly uh, ascertain that there's been a battle. There wasn't much of a battle. Uh, something from the outside, or something having to do with the roof, maybe I guess. Uh, took out all the steam bots and, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's look at the steam genie. The steam genie was behind like a lectern, right? Or, or some sort of a console. Uh, can we look up there? Granada, can Granada actually look very deeply and search up there? Yeah, I'll search, uh, behind, I'll search where the steam genie was and see what happened to the steam genie and see if there's any uh, potions or anything. Okay, so you stir, search the steam... Wow, yeah, that's uh, with your bonus, that's over 20. Um, so you search behind the steam genie's console. The steam genie's uh, uh, shins and feet are still bolted in to the console, but the rest of the steam genie's gone. And you do find some drawers and stuff and, and compartments, actually, that you, you, you quickly say that aren't for show. 
but uh, where stuff was stored in the past, uh, like uh, most of it's not usable. There was some old lubricant for the steam steam genie at some point. Actually, uh, 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 fog juice uh, that's actually probably expired, but it's not drained. And because you get so high, you do find uh, some uh, maps and stuff. Some papers catch your attention, and uh, you grab those and you look at them, uh, and and, uh, you decide to... uh, uh, as you're trying to decide what to do, you start to feel the earth shake a little bit. Oh boy, that's got to be. Let's head. It, let's take. To, 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 do we find anything else? Did Granada find? No, that's it. So you pocket the maps as the earth starts to shake, like giant footsteps or something. Okay, that's not good. Uh, let's head. Can we head back to 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 the rest of our squad? You can. You can. Okay, we we go. We head back as fast as we can. Okay, so you're as you're heading back, uh, you three uh, also start to s- 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 sense the um, shaking of the earth. Uh, not as intense because you didn't see that the like you just think, huh, that's weird. Did the earth just shake? But you don't have a reason to associate it with anything yet. Uh, like Lord Von Chill and Granada do. And Watt has also noticed, kind of narrowed down a general direction of where the gem is glowing, which from where you're standing is kind of like, a, um, I'm trying to think of directionally how to make it make sense where you are because you're in a control room. It's really hard to know. Like if... Uh, if one direction was through the wall to where the steam pipe comes out, where the steam ge- steam genie is, I would say you would move another like twenty five or thirty degrees to the right. So not across the street where the other traction you were was, but towards an area you haven't explored, is where the the light is lighting up or the pulsing of the. And then Granada and Lord Von Chill come in the room. Okay, hey everybody, it's me. There's no, uh, there was a battle. Nobody's left over there. No healing potions. Granada found some maps or something. And that's all we have. Uh, also, there's some sort of, sh- that shaking, I'm, I'm guessing is related to whoever took out all the, st- you know, this world of steam. Okay, but you don't have any reason, you don't have any, other than the shaking, you don't know anything, right? Right, I mean, it could be some sort of earth-settling thing, you're right. Okay, can we look at those maps and see, like, um, what are the maps of? Okay, the maps are of a t- of some tunnels. Uh, oh, Eleanor here, is there any, like, let's examine the maps whoever has the highest map score can we just roll for whoever has the highest map score or whatever the skills called yeah yeah let's not get in quibble over details so you look at the maps uh they do seem to be some sort of tunnels and as you look at them more closely you do see a first aid station 
And actually, with the role you have, uh, um, it would be good to know some other information, maybe that's not map based, uh, to to uh, to see what else. Oh, like history of the park. Uh, okay, I forgot who's expert on that, but can we roll for that, please? Okay, I'll just do. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so because I don't remember which of you is expert either, but so you remember, Zell remembers that uh, this park is actually the second floor, and underneath the first floor, the second floor is where the guests go, but on the first floor are called the 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 handy the handy halls they called them. And the handy halls were where all the workers were, like how they would get to, they would deal with garbage. They would deal with getting from point A to point B from when getting in the work clothes and presumably getting first when workers needed first aid, I guess they would go in these utilidors or in these handy halls. Uh, and you see, well, there's an entrance, uh, right below where the place we've been crawling in and out of uh, to get into the steam thing, there must be a hidden trap door there that you could climb down. Otherwise, there should be another entrance, uh, but it's through this caved-in spot. So we could find another one, but that's the closest one. Okay, well, where would that leave us? Uh, well, you could, as you see, and I'm showing you all this, uh, it's a very basic map. Uh, but yeah, there's a few rooms and halls between where you are and, the, um, and where the clinic is. And the map's kind of faded. You see wardrobe. Uh, you see uh, 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 test area. And then you can't really make anything else other than the first aid cross. Okay. Anything else on the map if we really, really examine it? Uh, yeah, Granada notices that uh, as you're looking for ways to get to the clinic, you start thinking, well, is there more than one way to get there is a natural question. And Granada sees that from the area that says test room, that there is some sort of uh, small passageway. There's like the main hall. There's a hallway where you could walk to the clinic, but there's also a secondary way uh, that uh, it looks like you could get there through some sort of duct or something. Okay, so we'd need to go down there to find out more, and then there's a chance that the, there might not even be what does everybody think? Or oh, which way is it? Oh, wow, is that in the same direction as the um, where the thing is glowing? Is it would at least bring us in the right direction? Is the gem is glowing? This is uh, so, so Lord Von Chill and Granada. The the gem has some sort of pulsating light. We're, we're assuming it's trying to tell us to go in the right direction. What if it's warning about uh, D A N G E R? Okay, well, let's, if we point it right towards where the clinic is, it's generally close to where we could guess on the map where the clinic is or the first aid, which we're going to have to go to. So should we rest or, wait a second, uh, the DM here, all of a sudden things really start to shake and you hear some pounding going on. 
above you, like something heard your voice, something giant, and is trying to get through the ceiling. Oh, you know, did I tell you guys that uh, the ceiling was ripped off in the steam genie's room? And that's how, uh, so this, we should probably get out of here. Okay, can we just head towards the utilidors? Uh, Granada's going to have to go first to see if you can, can Granada find where the uh, secret door is or whatever, the trap door. Yeah, so Granada finds a trap door. It's in the same crawlway as uh, how you get to the Steam Genie and back uh, to Buzz Tomorrow. And Granada pulls it up. You, you do have to all go single file. So what's the order? Uh, Granada, myself, Lord Von Chill, uh, Wada, uh, Eleanor, and Zell. Does that sound fair to everybody to keep Wada in the middle? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so, oh, go, go, I'm sorry, Granada. Yeah, so I'll open the door and listen. And what do I see? Okay, so it's pretty dark, but you can, you, you, uh, you smell like old electrical stuff and, it's just a ladder going down. Um, you listen, you don't really hear anything. Okay, can I just stealthily try to climb down and enter the room silently and then listen again? Oh, boy. You get, okay, so, yeah, that doesn't work. As you're going down the ladder, you slip, you knock, you fall into the room. You, do, you, you didn't fall far, though, so... But you knock over like a giant cabinet that was like an old server. It smashes into another cabinet. Uh, and then after it settles, uh, you like it, there's like a more crashing, of course. Uh, and there's dust. Um, and then there's no, no sounds at all. Uh, so the only thing you could hear, hear is like the settling of the stuff you knocked over. Okay, what else do I see? Okay, well, this would be what a room was once called a server room, but it's been, it, it uh, without having to over-explain stuff, they had various levels of technology running this park. Uh, so there's some smaller new servers, which are just cabinets, and then there was some, like, uh, the previous generation, which is one of the ones you knocked over. Then there's some of the even previous generation and they kind of go into another room, but that other room... Okay, so if you're standing in the room, I'm going to use north, south, east, and west, but I'm also going to use left, right, and up and down. So you're pretty much in the center of this server room. And to your left, which would be the west, if you were looking at a map, is uh, more servers and then kind of just the room kind of goes off into darkness. Uh, then there was where there was once another door, like you could see the outlines of a door and a window, but there's so many servers. There's like tons of old servers and old equipment piled in front of that door and window. You could just barely see it through the stuff. And then to your right is a hallway, uh, which would be south. So east and west, uh, west, west is like more servers and to the east is like a server cave in. And then south is a door. Okay, but I listen, I don't hear anything. No, not really. Other than, yeah, your own ad. Okay, cause, so everybody, should everybody come in, come down? Okay, so everybody comes down into the room. 
Okay, can I check to the west really quick and see if there's another room or anything? Yeah, you can, there's nothing. Okay, uh, this is Zell. Can I move some of the servers to get to that door? Or should I, everybody? Or should we be quiet and check this the door that is, or the hall? Is it a hall? It's a hall, yeah. It's a hall with an office door with a window. There is a door, but it's a, it has a window. It's broken. So it's a door, but it's barely there. Okay, but then there's also a window and a doorway. And can I move any of that server equipment? Does it look like it's... You look at it, and it, it looks like it would be... There's some very heavy equipment. Maybe somebody could crawl through there if they're really determined, but you don't even see an obvious way to crawl through there. Okay, so we could... Something could technically crawl through there. I mean, maybe you'd roll... You'd, yeah, you'd, you'd have to roll to find out. Okay, this is Granada. The only other thing is that I noticed that the stuff, I knocked some stuff over, and I know I'd be the one crawling. I'm not in a hurry to crawl through there unless if we could just go through this door. Because according to the map, uh, yeah, that's that room that's blocked off, there's also a hallway over there that connects to, like, the, I don't know if it's a locker room or a cafeteria. And then this way, we could go through this doorway. It goes down the hall to the wardrobe. wardrobe. So we know we're going in the right direction. Either way, eventually connects to the uh, clinic. Uh, so I'd prefer, I would vote to go to the wardrobe. Okay. Anybody else? I'll, I'll go with Granada. Let's go quietly. Granada, can you go first and use uh, uh, stealth? Uh, yeah, okay. Let's Can we go in the same order as we've been going? Sounds good to me. Okay, so you walk in, you're walking quietly, Granada, uh, ahead of your group, uh, stealthily going. You get through the door. doesn't make a lot of noise. And you go into a room, a really, really big room. Uh, that was once your view would have been, it has racks and racks of clothing and also costumes. And it goes to the West, uh, very far, but you can see the back of the room because a lot of the clothing has been taken, but there's still some like plush characters, like life size, uh, they call them face characters, I think. And there's still some outfits, and then there's a lot of, like, it was like an automated system. So there's still, like, kind of like you'd see, remember those videos about the cleaning machines or whatever? Okay, so it's a giant closed storage to the west. And then what about the uh, other access points? Okay, and then to, uh, on the southernmost east, southern eastern side of the room, so bottom right side of the room, is a hallway and another door. Its window's actually intact, but it says wardrobe. Uh, and the hallway's kind of long, like people would be waiting in line to get their wardrobe. Okay, okay, this all makes sense then. Because um, I think then the next room is like the locker room which you could still get into the uh, cafeteria through. 
Okay, why doesn't everybody come in? Is there anything else we... Well, let's get this... Why doesn't everybody come in? Are we all in this room? Yeah, you're all in the room. Uh, what do you want to do? Well, we should search a room. Can we check the gem? Is it, Do we need to check the gem? Just to make sure it's not pulsing, like, really strong or anything. What, what's it doing? It's kind of still... Depends on where I have it pointed, but nothing too strong. Okay. Well, why don't we... Uh, um, I guess let's search. A couple of us search or something. I'm just worried about the way that other hall... So can some people keep an eye on the what way we haven't come? Like uh, Eleanor and Zell, why don't you stand by that door... Why do you stand with them? And then Lord Von Chill and I will search. How's that sound, everybody? Wow, we're really splitting this team up, huh? Well, we're in the same room. Okay, so, well, do you want to do things differently, Zell? Yeah, can I search with you? I'd, I have a higher score anyway. Okay, that's fine. Lord Von Chill, you stay with uh, Eleanor and Wada. Okay, so you 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 have to. There's like one of those uh, counters that goes up and down that's actually still in place. So you lift the counter, and you go behind the counter, and as soon as you go behind the counter, you notice that two of the uh, plush, like uh, the, the head, they're like two giant chick, ch chipmunks. Uh, they come rushing at you. They're like six feet tall. Uh, they're chipmunks. They're famous chipmunk dancing team, t tick and tock or tick and tack, tick and tack. Uh, they're dancing chip, the dancing chipmunk siblings. Okay. Also, then out of your corner of your eye, you also see some sort of like something rushes out of the room, in back where you came, and you hear it go. You 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 just happen to hear it because you have really good e hearing probably crawling through the cave-in of servers. Oh, boy, so something got away. Did we see what it was? No, because you were so, everyone was saw a tick and tack, and you were mesmerized by two giant uh, chick, chick, chipmunks coming at you. Okay, can we tell them to stop? They don't stop. All right, but we're prepared for them, right? You are. So you roll, and it goes uh, for initiative. And it's going to go uh, Zell, Granada, uh, Tick, and then Tack, and then Eleanor, Wada, and Lord Von Chill. Oh, boy, I'm last? Yeah. Okay, so I'll go first. Um, and I'm going to use my greatsword on T Tick is up front, right? Yeah, okay, so roll for everybody. Okay, so you, Zell, you slash cross to tick, uh, which does nine, and some stuffing comes out, but you also feel like that it's almost like the furry part is like a furry armor because there's something hard underneath. All right, well, I'll use my short sword, Granada, here. Okay, 12 plus your bonus. Okay, so you uh, also get a good slash in on tick, uh, nine um 
and you hear some crunching metal, but Tick is, then Tick goes after, now Tick and Tack have, or Tick and Tack have, uh, unnatural, uh, Sharpie poos on their hands, and they also have, uh, like, so they look like they were cute from far away, but now you see that, uh, like there's some sort of amalgamation, like, uh, so they have their fake teeth, but they also have some sort of metal stuff coming through, which they, a tick goes right after Zell and, uh, does get a little bitey poo of Zell and a, a slashy poo that each does four and Tack runs up to you and, uh, gives you a little huggy poo granada and a little kissy poo which does uh, four each of damage too oh boy okay this is eleanor i'm gonna rush ahead with my uh great ha- ha- hammer okay okay so you rush ahead and you do you do you like a six right on uh tick that's who you're going after right yeah yeah this is wada i'm going with my sword too i don't want to wait and i don't want to Okay, and you short sword, you get it right in there too, and it does a crunch uh, on tick. So that was six by Eleanor and seven by Wada. It's Lord Von Chill. I'm going to use my uh, longbow. Okay, you missed. Okay, so what's this situation with this tick? Because we got we did a lot. Tick is still, tick is definitely hobbled, and tack is fine. Uh, Zell, you're at 18. Granada, you're at 16. Okay, I'm going to go after Tick again. Okay, you, you miss, Zell. Okay, I'll go after with my short sword, uh, Granada, here. Okay, Granada, you, oh boy, you, you, uh, get it right in the, 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 you get, 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 get Tick good, and Tick is no longer talking. And uh, you've removed uh, the the uh, tick's headpiece uh, forever. Okay. Uh, then what happens? Actually, uh, while you were doing that, Tak pushed past uh, and rushed Lord Von Chill and managed to get a Kalaipu on Lord Von Chill to do four, but Lord Von Chill put his gauntlet up in, in the mouth of uh, Tak. Okay. Uh, then Eleanor, uh, you, uh, are you still using your hammer? Yeah, I'm still using my hammer. Okay, you 12 plus, okay, so you did eight on uh, Tak. Or Tak, I'm sorry, Tak. Uh, Wada, I'm going to still use my sword. Okay, you did five uh, on tack. Okay, I will use my, lo- lo- oh, uh, I'll use my, uh, uh, my uh, whatever, uh, like a hand-to-hand or weapon, you know. Okay, you missed Lord Von Chill. Okay, let's keep going. Okay, Zell, you use your longsword, eight plus bonus, so you do... Uh, Eight of damage on t- attack, so you really uh, you get a g- attack right in the shoulder. Granada, you do. Oh boy, Granada, you're really hitting all the notes. Seventeen natural. You do six more, so like uh, some of the first starting to fall off. Attack. Uh, Attack is still grappling with Lord Von Chill, but unable to do anything. Uh, 
Eleanor 13, Eleanor, oh boy, Eleanor uh, successfully uh, puts uh, Tack to rest forever. Okay, and uh, so where are we at with uh, everything? Okay, Lord Von Chill, you have 23, Zell is 22, and Granada has 16. Okay, Granada here, can we check these two to see... What are the magic creatures or what is happening or what else do we need? Can we search the room for any other things? Okay, let me see. Okay, so you see, yeah, those are good rolls. So you, the first thing you notice is that uh, Tick and Tack are, were costume creatures, but there's an animatronic in each one, like some sort of characters from another attraction or something put on these suits. Uh, then you immediately check all the other suits. They're all empty, you know, tentatively making sure they're not going to come. Nothing else is in the room. You search the room. You don't find anything else interesting. Except something catches Eleanor's eye uh, that Eleanor can't help but staring at, which is like a, on the main desk behind where people were working is like uh, some pictures, they're old pictures of like what I would assume are the people that worked in the wardrobe department, like having a party, a wardrobe party uh, with animatronics. So you say, well, maybe that's why the animatronics put on the tick and tack. Okay, can I look and see, go back, like follow whatever ran in the other room? Okay, so, wow, you're, Granada, you're on fire. So, Granada, you go in the back, you follow successfully uh, the, the path and the dust that the other, um, whatever ran out of the room ran. You say it's something lighter and thinner, maybe just an animatronic without a suit on. And it definitely crawled through the servers and through the door. Uh, that, but you look and you say, I'm not comfortable crawling through there. Okay, can I listen and uh, see what I see? Okay, you listen and um, you definitely hear some faint. You sense that there's something not that far away, but you can't really hear anything else. Okay, can I reinforce this? Uh, I'm going to leave some presents for anybody that would come through on us. Okay, you're successful at doing that. Okay, and now I return to my party. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm, I, I said something, so nothing should come through that room and surprise us, ideally. But I'm thinking we should, uh, we're going to have to be very cautious on our next move. You know that there's a hallway, then there's a locker room, and it's a two-way locker room. So locker room comes in here, so you could get your wardrobe and then go back to the locker room. I think it was like a big loop. Uh, maybe the server room was added or, or there's some other thing, but there's a doorway. And if that door is closed, maybe I could sneak in and uh, there's something. Uh, it sounds like whoever, they know we're here, basically. And we don't have a healer, so we should probably come up with a plan. Yeah, we should, but let's. why don't we take a break? Uh, and you guys can't rest as characters, but you could take a break as characters and uh, contemplate what your next move is going to be. Okay, that sounds fair. Thanks, everybody. Uh, and th thanks for apologizing, Eleanor. No problem, Zell. Like, do I talk about it?
Okay, thanks, everybody. Good, good night. Uh, let's all take our break.